0: Hi Emily, this is South of Salem, I'm Joey and I'm the vocalist. Hi, this is
1: Pip, I play drums. I'm Fish and I play guitar. Dee, I play bass guitar.
2: And I'm Cody and I play guitar too.
3: Thank you guys for being here on Emily's Rock Show, I appreciate it massively. I know you're very busy guys at the moment. Okay, the first question I have for you is, how was South of Salem formed? Slash whose idea was it to start the band?
0: So we as musicians were in a number of bands together over the last decade or so, and uh, we just wanted to do something a bit more fresh. Um, we got together, just kind of happened organically, mm. all as a team. We just kind of got together and went, we're going to make a band, going make an album, and, and that's, that's how we were formed.
3: Okay. I think the next question leads from the first question is, how did you all meet each other?
0: So Pip and I, Joey, um, have known each other the longest. Yep. Well, since the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. And just, I think it's just from like live shows and things like that. We would just go to gigs together and see each other playing shows. We've kind of just met everybody through the
4: music scene, really. Yeah. I knew Fish before I knew Joey. Um, We used to play in bands that would play a lot of shows together. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we sort of just ended up in a band together.
1: Me and Cody were in a band because we be Kiss Together about 10 years ago, so
2: we knew each other from back then. Yeah, and then me and Joey were in like the first initial version of what this band is today as well. So Yeah, all, all just came together yeah. eventually.
3: Okay, this next question is a rather obvious question, but how did you pick the name South of Salem?
2: We knew we wanted the word Salem in the name, like that came up. And then it was just trying different variations, so it doesn't have a great deep meaning. It just came together, like, it just sounded cool. We were churning out loads of different variations of names, we lived with different names, and that name came along, really unexciting story, and it just sounded the coolest, so we picked it.
3: The next question is, why did you want to be a rock band rather than an indie or other genre of band?
0: We wanted to do rock music because that's just what we all grew up on. Like we've always been into like rock and roll and rock music, and I think it was the natural kind of thing to do. Some of us like really heavy stuff, and yeah, some of us like lighter stuff. But yeah, it's kind of like that middle ground for all of us. All of
2: us are into rock music.
3: (laughs) This one's a bit of a. It can be a bit of a personal one. It is. What is your songwriting process like?
2: The songwriting process for this record right now is that. Joey would usually write even the skeleton of a song and then I'd like take it away, flesh it out, add some bits, take some bits away, and then, then Joey would get it back and add like even more melodies to it. Or there are a few different like variations, like some songs, I would just sit down and record like four minutes of riffs. That's how Cold Day in Hell was written. And then I send yeah. it over to you and then you put like the vocals on it and then send it back. And then we you know, it's it's just a process like that. But all the super catchy songs seem to be like super fast they it's quite organic like really quick yeah it's, it's, it's gonna... quite an organic process yeah
4: like cody and joey will will come up with between the two of them uh, a solid backbone of a track and then when the drummers start getting added to it, it it might evolve a little bit and mm-hmm. change and that will change riff and then the the end product of the song can be completely different to the way yeah. it starts it's just yeah it's just organic but the the skeleton of it all is written by by joey and or cody
3: What was your concept or inspiration behind this album?
0: So for the, for the album that we've made with this band, it's just kind of a natural progression of all of our kind of musical careers over the years. We've just evolved as musicians and we wanted the music to reflect that maturity. Um, We took like all of our influences from like the eighties rock all the way up to like the kind of heavy metal stuff and kind of merged something, made something nice and unique and, and new and exciting for us. Um, with regards, like lyrically, it's kind of got a horror theme to it. Um, I'm a big fan of horror fan- uh, horror movies and things like that. Um, so lyrically, I kind of naturally sway towards that kind of dark, macabre subject matter. But behind that is the the songs are actually very real emotions and very real situations that I've either found myself in or had friends uh, dealing with, and I just kind of put a horror twist on it. And the kind of the, the puns and like the, the play on words for some of the titles are just kind of our sense of humor, really. We like to deal with stuff sometimes Sometimes just by laughing at it, and sometimes we're dealing with the serious. So, lyrically and musically, our songs reflect that, I guess.
3: Why did you name the album The Sinner Takes It All?
0: I think when we were originally talking about the artwork for the album, and it was like this, as I said, it was like this natural kind of progression of the band and us maturing and everything. And I kind of felt that it was this was our time that we were going to break out and just be bigger than we ever have been and, you know, reach more people than we'd ever reached, that kind of thing. So the center it all kind of came from this image of like the band taking on the world and touring as much as possible. Unfortunately, with everything that's going on, we haven't been able to tour as much as we'd like to, but uh, we hope to get out there <laughs> ASAP. But uh, yeah, it was about just kind of taking on the world and, Really, giving it our our best shot.
3: What is your favorite song on the album, and what is one of the songs that you can't wait for people to hear?
1: I'm excited for people to hear another nail in my coffin for various reasons, especially live. Especially live, yeah. That'd be cool. Mm.
0: I really like "No Plague Like Home." It's just like this fast-paced track, and it's just it's just really fun to play. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing people jumping up and down to that live. I think it's just a good kind of rocky song where everyone can watch too. So that would
2: be my pick. My pick is um Demons Are Forever because it's like the slowest song the album, which in every other album I've ever recorded is probably usually my least favourite song, but on this one it's my most favourite song. Um it has a guitar solo that I'm super proud of doing as well. It's released on the tenth of September though. So if this comes out before then, please yeah. make sure you check it out and spot time. Happy Days. Mm-hmm. Mine, mine, my favorite track on the
4: album is probably also Demons as well. Um, it's the one that I, I'm most personally connected to with the, the message of it. Um, when Joey wrote it, um, he and I spent a bit of time together talking about the lyrics and the, the theme and the message of it. And it's, it's quite a personal song, which is really cool. Um, otherwise,
1: just it's difficult. I think my, my favorite changes, depending on my mood. My favourite song on the album is made to be mine. I can't wait to play it live as well. It's got high energy. It's going to get people sort of moving about. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I think that's going to be a fun song to play live.
3: Who are your biggest musical influences?
1: I suppose my biggest influences are Steve Stevens, Phil Collins, and uh, Rat.
2: Mm. That's good stuff.
1: My biggest influence bass-wise is Duff McKagan from Guns N' Roses, Tone. Way he plays his bass and just his whole way he moves on stage. So I think the the biggest influence I've
4: had on my playing is Adrian Erlandson. Uh, I was lucky enough to spend some time with him one on one, just playing drums. And in those few hours, the way that he taught me to relax and to simplify what I was doing uh, blew my mind. And it was yeah,
2: definitely him. Mine. For for like lead guitar and stuff, it's a weird one, but it's Eric Melvin from NoFX. It's it's never super complicated, and you can always sing it in the song. Like it always fits the song. You like I remember the solos as much as I remember the melodies. So, um, I always try and bring that into my play. And I think for me, it's there's quite a few different vocalists
0: that I've taken inspiration from. I think Corey Taylor of Stone Sour and Slipknot, um, Chris Cornell. Um, Alice Cooper, they've all kind of uh, had a big influence um, on my writing style, but also like the vocal techniques that I use.
3: If you were to name an artist or band that you like, but people not necessarily associate with you, who would they be?
1: Uh,
0: I grew up on like rock and roll and rockabilly um, through my parents' influence. So probably the Stray Cats is probably the weirdest one that people... Probably wouldn't associate me as being a massive
1: fan of Blondie. I'd say for me, it's probably N.W.A. I think they're uh, true street poets.
4: So one that um, for me that might come across as that character is um, is Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly's original EP, um, specifically the song Every Day, purely because um, I grew up in a fairly uh, religious family And when I was younger and I was first kind of exploring music, I was going through my dad's record collection and every day was one that I I just really got into. And it was, uh, it's something that's always stayed with me. I don't particularly listen to that kind of stuff that much anymore, but whenever it comes on, it's just always takes me straight back to those moments of digging around and uh, and finding those, those like old records that were were really cool to me back then. And I, I hadn't heard music like that. And it was amazing. And it stayed with me.
3: What was the thing that made you want to play your instrument?
0: I actually, um, I only started singing because my dad was having a surprise 40th birthday. And um, I got up and did a song for his birthday uh, by Eddie Cochran, who was one of his favorite singers. Um, And yeah, that was the first time I ever performed in front of anyone. I didn't really sing up until that point that much. And
2: then I was hooked. I wanted to play in a band. For me, I started playing guitar purely because of the bit in Back to the Future where he plays Johnny Bigger. I started playing drums as a kid, but it was so loud and my parents
1: didn't like it. So they got me a bass guitar. That's basically the reason I started playing bass guitar.
4: I like to be loud and hit stuff and I'm not very technically minded. So guitar and that kind of thing was out of my wheel park. Uh, the real answer was, I'm
1: blind in my left
4: eye, and I learned to play drums to learn my depth of perception, so my
1: limbs would learn where spacing was, and that was that. When I was eight years old, I saw status Crow, and I knew at that point I wanted to play guitar.
3: What has been the best advice that you have been given?
4: So I've said this before, and I'll I'll, I'll always have the same answer to this question because it's something that's really stuck with me. But the best advice I've ever been given was by my father, and it was. If you can be the person
0: now who you needed then, then you're doing okay. <laughs> now my 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 mum was said that if uh, if someone was if like people were picking on you or bullying you, you always hit the biggest one because then it would scare off the others. No, that's worked a few times. So,
3: yeah,
0: I would say that hit the biggest one first.
3: If you could collaborate with anyone, solo artist or band, whatsoever. Who would you like to collaborate with?
0: Um, yeah, mine would be Jonathan Davis from Corn. That would be. I just think he would add a kind of cool element to the band.
3: What is one message that you would like to give to your fans?
0: Just uh, surround yourself with the right people and and kind of work towards your dream. I think is, is kind of collectively what we we would say. You just got to work, yeah, work, work towards what you want and don't let people stand in your way. Don't get disheartened as well.
4: Like the goals you have, it can take longer than you thought or you might think, but
0: it's worth sticking to it and I enjoy think. it while you're while you're trying yeah, to get there. Absolutely, the like journey just, is all part of it. And it's a lot it, of the time it's more fun than the actual destination. So if it's to that
4: it. you can't do it, it's up to you whether you do it or not. Just try not to get bullied and disheartened by it. Just stick to it, and it will be what it will be.
3: What has been the biggest challenge as a
0: band so far? Yeah, I, I think the the biggest challenge for our band is being a new band. Um, although we've 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 kind of been in lots of bands together previously, we've had to treat this as a whole brand new thing where people don't know who we are, and so building you know building a fan base and and trying to get our message across um, has been you know, it's been fun, but it, it has been tough.
1: And I think the challenge has been added to by that COVID and trying to start a band during these tough times. Yeah, I agree.
3: This is a fun question. What has been the craziest thing that has happened to you or a friend at a gig?
2: Um, a band I mentioned on the other thing are called Shiny Toy Guns. Um, me and my friends found a way to go to their concert for free by being in their street team and getting people's um, numbers as they came in. We got people's email addresses for like a an email um, list that showed toy guns will then send you all the stuff. And we didn't really know what they looked like and we kind of accidentally asked the band for their email addresses for their own list.
3: What do you do when you are away from the band? What do you do on your downtime?
4: So it's, it's, it's difficult to answer that because... There isn't really an outside of the band. We're we're all really good mates. We hang out. We we socialise together. Like our our family circles, our friend circles, they're all the same. Um, We just kind of we've got on for a long time, and there isn't really anything that we don't do that involves one or a few of us at the same time. We we just kind of we hang out outside of the band and in the band. It's it's we do
3: when you are on tour. And gigging about what would be the worst thing to have forgotten and if you have forgotten something on tour can you tell us what it was
2: guitar probably but it's probably the worst <laughs> thing to forget
1: <laughs> I have driven off to a gig yeah yeah I I was Trapper, really oh
2: shit well at least it was I yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah I've turned up with no cables before
0: yeah yeah that's annoying
1: Very bad one of your band members yeah yeah Yeah. forgetting one
0: of the band members is a pretty big one
3: this one might be a hard one for you but what is your favorite song that you've written on the album
0: it was like it was a joint effort between me and cody but i think like cold day and hell lyrically is is my favorite song from a from a lyrical point of view and i just think the arrangement is cool in that song I
2: think the riff is probably my favourite thing about it, which is all coding. So. Yeah.
1: Um.
2: ain't My favourite. Like, it'd still be South of Salem, definitely. Like right now, the album's about to come out, so it's like all my favourite songs on there. Yeah. To be honest. I agree. Um. I kind of like severely yours, and but like I like it because of the way we wrote it. Like mm. me and you were just sitting in like your little studio thing, and we just. I accidentally played half of the riff. And you were like, what was that? And then like <laughs> and then, like, 10 minutes later, we had a full song. So yeah. I, I like it when that kind of thing happens. Yeah, like, when, it, anyway. when it
0: happens in organically and like, quickly like that, you normally know you're onto a winner. Especially cool. if you remember it a few days later.
3: What has been your favourite concert that you've been to that is from a different artist or band?
0: My favourite concert was the Motley Crue and Alice Cooper show. It was the it was dubbed as the final Motley Crue show and they just they kind of gave it their all it was the first time i'd ever seen Tommy Lee doing the uh, like the rollercoaster drum kit and stuff it was
1: very inspiring
0: uh, to see a stage show like that
1: for me it was Guns N' Roses from the not this lifetime tour at the Olympic stadium it was just mind blowing
2: mine is also Motley Crue um i can't remember what year it was it was at Download and they were playing in the tent like in the second stage and um me and my friends queued up at the front of the stage we like woke up in the morning went all the way down there sat at the front of the stage all day to watch Motley Crue. I watched Gallows, Bring Me the Horizon, My Dying Bride, Satellite Party, loads of bands. Um, couldn't have a wee that was pretty bad um, <laughs> and then one of the bouncers noticed that we'd been there all day and he came over he gave us all the Mick Plectrum, which was really sick really cool. and then we got to see Motley Crue and I was right in front of Mick which is where I wanted to be so it
1: was good. Uh, mine would be Silver Chair and the Living End at Brixton Academy
4: Ooh, in '99. Sure is...
1: It was a fantastic gig.
4: Uh, mine would probably be Iron Maiden at Southampton Guildhall, which was uh, it was the X Factor tour with Blaze Bailey. Uh, my favorite Iron Maiden album is X Factor, and it was the last night of the tour. And one of the things <laughs> I just loved the fact that they just all started throwing supplies at each other. It was amazing. It, it sounds bizarre. You had to <laughs> be there. Australia. It was very cool. Uh, it was amazing. Aside from that, Cody, it'd be the um, last two shows we went to together, Behemoth and Credo Filth, yeah. uh, just standout shows. Okay.
3: And finally, what have you been up to since lockdown has been started? Slash, um, was like slow- coming out of lockdown, what has... What
0: have you been up to? Uh, we've just been kind of active on social media, just talking to fans and and realising what people think about the album or the, the singles that we've released and everything and, and seeing people buying the album. It's been amazing. It's
2: we've just, got like a lot of album reviews as well from different media. Yeah. And it's been it's been great reading those yeah. and finding out what people
0: think you know, when you put in this much work. and you you never really know that you you're onto something or you've got something really really good you know if you're lacking confidence and stuff you, you won't know that and so when you read people enjoying the stuff and, and hear people enjoying the stuff it's a it's an amazing amazing feeling
2: Good. we did like a lockdown single as well it was like an acoustic version of our song it's called made to be mine it's on the facebook you can go and check that out if you haven't it's really um it's cool it's like all individual cameras we're in quarantine Something
0: Yeah, it was something really different for us as well we, we, mm. kind of, we, work, we normally work together We normally get into a room together and work together And so it was kind of weird all being at home Separate, but we managed to put something really nice Together yeah, it, was
4: it was going to be a Facebook exclusive But I mean, as we go along we, We'll probably get it out there somehow If we can, get it on Spotify or whatever but get it
2: on Napster. Yeah, it was, it was just really good We <laughs> um,
4: It gave us, lockdown gave us All a, a chance to kind of Take a breath And catch up with everything, I think we've said before. With the last, or well, with the first single, when it came out, we were playing a show and we, we got them I mean, we didn't really get a chance to watch it. With Cold Day in Hell, it's been nice to have that downtime to see it evolve and to be involved in its evolution. It's been really cool.
0: Yeah, just to see the reactions to everything Yeah, man, awesome. We've been South of Salem. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in and goodbye.